0: Good morning. Welcome to Emmet Audio. It is an absolutely gorgeous day. I'm walking back, bringing the girls into school. My younger daughter got to bring her breast friend as well, so that was really fun. And uh, yeah, The grass is up. It's long. It's green. It's windy, but the, the wind is not cold. It's sort of cool. That feels good, and when it stops, it's warm and the leaves are just starting to come out on the trees. Sometimes, I forget to put myself in the position of the rest of the world when it comes to me. And I think that this is a common thing with many people. We know our own situation so clearly. Aww, there's a calf nursing on a cow in the head, so cute. We know our own situation so clearly. We know what we're offering to the world, we know what we're about, we know what the options are that we've told people, and in our own minds, we're sick of it because we've said it again and again and again. But if things have been working for you and then they sort of feel like they're stopping working for you, try telling the world what you do. Again. Because what often happens is that the people who are going to buy from you are people who have newly found you. Assuming that you're doing something on social media. Sometimes the people who buy are people who followed along for a long time. Sometimes they're people who've just recently found you. In which case, the fact that you've been telling the world what you do over and over again for years doesn't matter to them. They haven't seen it. And maybe they like what you're doing, but they don't know. They haven't gotten a nudge. They haven't gotten an offer or an invitation to ask something of you. I've been feeling like, huh, the economy must be worse than i thought or there must be some people must be spooked in some way because i haven't gotten the usual sort of steady tick of sales for the last week or two now part of it that i was on vacation so i wasn't posting anything so of course that has a sort of staggered effect that sort of the the flow of people finding me somewhat dries up although you think it wouldn't but i even though people found me, they weren't seeing from me as soon as they started following me, but also, it's possible that the economy right now is making people hesitant to place an order. But that would presuppose that that there's a ton of people who would have placed an order anyways, and I just don't think that that's how it works with people who are interested in buying from me. At any rate, yesterday I posted a a nice image of the spoons I'd carved that day. And I just, you know, wanted to announce to people, come on, dogs, that, you know, okay, now I'm booking the end of July. And, you know, if you want anything, send me a DM and I'll get you on the list. You can check out my website to see what the prices are and stuff. And I woke up this morning to a number of orders. It was a good little smack on the forehead to remember that you need to tell people in a way that they see that you do this thing. That it's... That it's up to them to reach out if they would like something, and that you're happy to help them. And we can forget that. We can get too focused on all the other things we do on social media. Showing our lives, sharing helpful tips, that sort of thing. And we never give people a solid statement like, hey, this is when I'm booking. If you'd like to order something, just reach out. And it's funny how even after five, six years of doing this, I still need that reminder. I still need that kick in the pants. To say that to the world, to make my offer to the world. And to remember that many of my sales are going to come from people who are new to me. And almost all the remainder of the sales are from people who just now, maybe they know about me, but they just now hear about something that I'm doing that they're interested in. So for instance, I have a handful of customers who buy spoon blanks on a subscription basis where they just get them at whatever interval they set up. And every time I talk about that, there's always a person who says, wait, this is exactly what I need. I would love that, right? But they weren't gonna know about that unless I talked about it. We think, oh, well, we put it on our website and we're always telling people to go to the products page to read it. But let's be real, especially as what you offer grows in complexity and length, fewer and fewer people are gonna read it. I offer a lot of different things. It'd be silly of me to think that everyone who is interested in those things would A, realize they should look at the products page on my website and B, Actually, read the amount of copy that's there. It's a lot of words. So this is why social media is so great in this application: is that it's my chance to, at regular intervals, introduce these things that I offer to the world and tell people about them, and in so doing, I'm bringing it to people's minds. I would stop and talk to a neighbor as I was walking by his house. So, at any rate, it's a good reminder for me, and I thought I'd pass the reminder on to you, that if you feel like something isn't working, try talking about it more. Try being more disciplined about making your offer to the world, and this is why I feel like doing things on commission stands, is a better business model, it's one of the reasons it's a better business model than selling one-off items because with commissions, you talk about a thing, maybe it doesn't generate any interest, but the next time you do the thing, you talk about it again, and maybe it generates twice as much interest that time, for reasons that you have no idea. Whereas, if you put something online to sell, and it doesn't sell pretty much immediately, well, then it's an albatross around your neck. What are you going to do? Talk about it again? That smacks of desperation. What are you going to do? Put it on sale? That devalues your price the next time you try and sell something. Trying to sell something that you've already made online is a desperate act and is always disadvantaged by the fact that it might not sell that time for reasons that have nothing to do with you. And if instead you are posting and talking about things that you've made that are already sold to people. Well then that can drive subsequent orders much more organically, without that icky feeling of, shit, I said something and got crickets, and now what do I do? That is a fundamental flaw of that way of doing business, and I understand why people want to do it that way, because the making of it can feel better, right? You're following your muse. You're doing what you love. It's not sullied by, you know, a sale or having to do it for somebody. It doesn't have that pressure. There's no time pressure. There's no quality pressure. Well, there's a price to having that freedom up front. And the price is... It might not sell and when it doesn't sell well then what are you gonna do maybe you do a mix of online sales and local markets anything no problem Put something up for sale online whatever it doesn't sell I'll sell at local markets and certain times of year Christmas that can work but you're also asking the same thing of that market that you're asking of social media. You're saying the right person for this object that I've made is going to walk by today in this narrowly defined geographical area and this narrowly defined window of time and they're gonna be at the right place in their life to make a decision that they want this thing. I mean, give me a break. How often does that happen? Well, the truth is it happens often enough to fool you into thinking that it's a viable, efficient way to sell your work. It's not. I know what it looks like to be a vibrant retail space both at my Christmas tree farm and also for the years that we were vegetable farmers and we were the anchor of the farmer's market. We were the thing that people were coming to market to, to be there for. We had the tomatoes, we had the vegetable starts, we had all the good produce. And then I also know what it's like to be at markets trying to sell your stuff when people are not coming to the market for you. They're coming for the tomatoes. Don't fool yourself. If it's a craft fair, they're coming to hang out with their friends on the grass and maybe peruse stuff that's there and maybe buy something, but only if it strikes their fancy. They're not coming there for you. It's not the same as at my tree farm where I know if somebody drives down that dirt road At that time of year, 75% chance they're coming to buy something from me, and it's just a matter of how much. I've talked about this a lot, guys. And from what I can see, in the spoon carving scene at least, this idea has still not caught on that you would do work for commission and then have a wait list. I think because all of the shopping features on the website builders make it easier to upload things that are for sale and then sell them, send people to your website, than it is to list images of things with information. That's harder to do. And especially if you want to accept sales within your website, it is not streamlined for that. Most models. Add on top of that, the fact that most people in the spoon carving scene do it the opposite way. They build up a body of work, they do a little shop release. I wish we had good data on how well those things go. And even if it goes really well for the people who do it, how much money are they earning a year doing that? How consistently does it work? That's the other important thing. Somebody tells you, oh, it worked really well. Did it work well one time? Did it work well every time? There are always gonna be the anomalies. The beautiful women who have half a million followers because they live a bohemian lifestyle and are beautiful and do interesting work, but frankly they have a ton of eyeballs because they're living a they're living a dream life or at least that's how they present it and so they have lots of people following them not necessarily because they're attracted to them but more because say they want to be them right and then people buy from them because it's buying a piece of that dream of being them i'm aware Some people do that to me. But that's not the backbone of how I can make a real business, earning a real living wage doing this. The backbone is never making something that hasn't been ordered by somebody. That's how I can be efficient. It's efficient both in terms of my effort in making the thing, but it's also far more efficient in terms of selling what I do because I'm not trying to sell a thing. That's how I started out. I sold a thing for ridiculously cheap to first come first serve. That's how I built a wait list. And if you're just starting out, my recommendation is to sell your stuff one at a time, daily for really cheap and make it cool. And pay that price of not getting as much money as you might in order to build a waitlist. And then once you have the waitlist, keep it going, because the waitlist is the efficiency. It is the way that you can, my God, it's just such a beautiful day. It is the way that you can, come on Willa, come on. Come on Willa, let's go. Hey, let's go. The waitlist is the way that you avoid that trap of putting your work out there and then hearing nothing. Because it doesn't mean that you're not going to put your work out there and hear nothing, it just doesn't have the same rim. right? So to be clear, plenty of times I put myself out there and hear nothing. hey Willa, come on, let's go. Hey, come on, stop eating cow poop. Disgusting. It doesn't have the same impact, it doesn't have the same ramification as when you put something that you're trying to sell, the actual item that you're trying to sell out there, and you hear nothing. That is a real problem. find this helpful, and you think you're going to do it, you think, okay, Emmett's convinced me, I'm going to make these changes, I'm going to start doing it, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know so I can see. I'd love to hear if this has convinced any of you, and I'd also love to hear what you find after a week, or a month, or several months. I would like to hear your assessment of how did it go. Did you try it? Did you continue to try it? Were you consistent at it? Did you give it time to build up? Did it work? I've heard from a number of people over the years, a handful of people, maybe six different people, that I have suggested this to, who have actually taken me up on it, that you follow that pattern. Car something, put it up for sale, right? Just like I'm telling you not to do, but do it for cheap. Do it first come, first serve. Cut your price in half and then build up a waitlist. I've seen it happen a half a dozen times where people have done that and it has led to the results that I've experienced. I would love to hear if that's true for you as well. (coughs) Or if it's not. (coughs) Excuse me. I just inhaled a little something blowing on the wind. Okay, I gotta go. Talk tomorrow, bye.